0: Hello and welcome to Truth and Journalism, a radio broadcast dedicated to applying the Word of God to current events. Well, today on Truth and Journalism, we're going to talk about conspiracies. Our story is by Mark Moore of the New York Post and is entitled Cruz Quizzes FBI Brass on Capital Riot Conspiracy Theory at Senate Hearing. Senator Ted Cruz grilled a top FBI official Tuesday about whether the Bureau had undercover agents incite violence at the Capitol on January 6th of last year focusing on whether a man named Ray Epps was an FBI plant who encouraged others to storm the building. Epps, a former Marine, has become the centerpiece of conspiracy theories that feds provoked the mayhem and spurred on the rioters to commit violence. A lot of Americans are concerned that the federal government deliberately encouraged illegal and violent conduct on January 6th, Cruz, a Republican of Texas, told Jill Sanborn, the executive assistant director of the FBI's National Security Branch, during a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing. My question to you, and this is not an ordinary law enforcement question, this is a question of public accountability, did federal agents or those in service of federal agents actively encourage violent and criminal conduct on January 6th? he asked. Sanborn responded by saying she couldn't disclose sources and methods. Miss Sanborn, was Ray Epps a Fed? asked Cruz after stating that Epps was captured on video the night of January 5, 2021, rousing people to get into the Capitol. Sir, I cannot answer that question, replied Sanborn, who added that she was aware of the individual but didn't have a specific background on him. Cruz went on and stated that on January 6th, Epps was seen talking to rioters moments before they ripped down police barricades outside the Capitol. Sanborn responded that she couldn't answer whether Epps urged them to knock down the barricades. Cruz then noted that Epps initially appeared on a poster issued by the FBI seeking information about people connected to criminal activity on January 6th, but was absent from another FBI seeking information poster distributed July 1 magically, Mr. Epps disappeared from the public posting, he said. According to public records, Mr. Epps has not been charged with anything. No one's explained why a person videoed urging people to go to the Capitol, a person whose conduct was so suspect that the crowd believed he was a fed, would magically disappear from the list of people the FBI was looking at. In a statement Tuesday evening, the House Select Committee investigating the Capitol riot said claims that Epps was an informant were unsupported. The committee has interviewed Epps, the panel said in a statement on Twitter. Epps informed us that he was not employed by working with or acting at the direction of any federal law enforcement agency on January 5th or 6th at that time, and that he has never been an informant for the FBI or any other law enforcement agency. Cruz appeared on Carlson's show minutes after the host did a segment about January 6th that included the footage of Epps and noted that Attorney General Merrick Garland has refused to answer questions about whether Epps will be charged. No one has answered the question, Carlson said. Again, this is not a conspiracy theory. It's a legitimate question. Why won't they answer it? And what's the answer? So... As we begin today's broadcast, before I really dive into the point of what I want to say, let me say, from the get-go, I have no idea whether the FBI had agents or confidential informants that were participating in or inciting the activities of or specifically the violence on January 6th. I don't know. And neither do you. You might think you know. You might think that the FBI certainly was involved. Or you might think that to say such a thing is a tinfoil hat psychotic conspiracy theory, but the reality is, is that you don't know. And there are at least three reasons why you don't know. First, whatever happened on January 6th, it is in the best interests of the mainstream legacy corporate media, whatever term you prefer, to not dig into whether federal agents were engaged in violence or inciting violence. They have literally zero incentive to look into it. Why? Because if they look into it and find nothing, then the narrative that they want is reinforced. But the looking into it gives credence, even if only temporarily, to the theory that a federal false flag operation is plausible and the mainstream media do not want this theory to seem plausible because it doesn't benefit them for it to be seen as plausible. However, if they find something, then they're either forced to tell a truth that's embarrassing and possibly fatal to their political and social power, or they're forced to bury it and hope nobody else discovers that they knew, which means that the people tasked with seeking the truth because of their political biases, have zero incentive to seek it out. So to reiterate, the first reason why we have no idea if there were federal agents involved in or inciting the events of January 6th is because our journalists have zero incentive to find out. Second, if federal agents were involved in or instigating the events of January 6th, then they obviously would have a significant incentive to not tell the truth imagine with me, just, just imagine, let's put on our imagination hats. Imagine that Ray Epps was either a federal agent or was a confidential informant working at the behest of the FBI or some other federal agency. I'm not saying he was, I'm just saying, imagine if he were, if Ray Epps were working directly or indirectly for the FBI or another federal agency, then he would have zero incentive to tell the truth. Why? Why? Because those who are currently in power in the federal bureaucracies are all anti-Trumpists and Biden appointees, which means that if Epps were a government plant, then he gets nothing from exposing that reality. Again, I'm not saying that he was. I'm just saying that if he were, he could and most reasonably would hope that he could and would weather the storm and get protected by those who are in power. But here's the thing. If Ray Epps were not an FBI stooge, then he might have some incentive for lying but he would have an even greater incentive for trying to downplay his involvement in the events of January 6th. Thus, ABS is incentivized to say that he wasn't an FBI stooge, whether or not he was. Third, we have no idea to what extent the FBI or other federal agents participated in or instigated the events of January 6th, because when senators try to ask questions to reveal the truth, they're stonewalled. Senator Cruz asked Jill Sanborn a litany of questions about the FBI's involvement or non-involvement, and she refused to answer the questions. Sanborn is the executive assistant director of the FBI's national security branch. Now, I don't know what that means, but it sounds like a person who ought to know what she's talking about. Another representative from the Justice Department showed up and apparently he didn't have an answer to any of the questions. He just didn't know anything, which is either true or a lie. He either does know stuff or he doesn't. And so the point is that when the Justice Department and the FBI claim that they either cannot disclose certain information or that they just don't know certain information, they're either lying or they're telling the truth. Now, if these folk are telling the truth and they really don't know the answers to Cruz's questions, it's either because they're incompetent and poorly prepared or because they are deliberately ignorant and are trying to use plausible deniability to hide the truth. If they're lying and they do know the answers, then the FBI either acted illegally and they're covering it up, or the cover-up is just a form of red state baiting. None of these options are good. The reality is that it's possible that the FBI did not have people in January 6th either actively participating or instigating. It's possible. I would love to believe that they didn't, but I'm not so naive to think that they couldn't. It's possible they weren't involved, but it's also possible that they were. But there is, truthfully, little to no direct evidence that they were. Folks, that's reality. There's no smoking gun. There are hints and there are clues and stonewalling and suspicious and conspiratorial, if I might add, behavior, but that's not direct or conclusive evidence. And maybe you're saying, well, Luke, if you're proposing something that has no evidence, that's a conspiracy theory. Well, not really. Until a theory is proved, then there never is any real direct evidence that we can have. All theories begin with indirect evidence, with inferences and intuition, so the fact that there's no direct evidence is not a reason to dismiss a theory. You can dismiss a theory when there is substantial and overpowering contrary evidence, but a lack of evidence doesn't disprove or invalidate a theory. Galileo was right about heliocentricity, but his proofs were bad. His models could also be explained with geocentricity. Galileo didn't have direct evidence, but he had a good intuition, and his explanation made better sense of the data than other explanations. And when we're dealing with things like this, like government cover-ups with an incompetent or invested press, it is very unlikely, if there were a conspiracy to incite violence by the FBI, that we will ever have direct evidence of it. Again, a lack of evidence is also explained by the theory that the FBI did nothing wrong. That's a perfectly plausible reason why there is no direct evidence. My point is that trying to say that the FBI is pure as the driven snow because we have no evidence to the contrary is childish logic. And more than that, what the media and the government bureaucracies are doing right now is dangerous and corrupt. Because one of a few things is happening. Either January 6th was instigated by federal agent provocateur, and if so, then the conspiratorial behavior is explained by a conspiracy by the FBI to commit felonies. Or... January 6th was not instigated by federal agents and the suspicious behavior is either due to incompetence, obliviousness, or cavalier disregard for how their behaviors are being interpreted. Or January 6th was not instigated by federal agents and the suspicious behavior is deliberate and is part of a red stater baiting campaign. Of course, to be fair, it's also possible That nobody is doing anything wrong or untoward, and I'm just grossly and dangerously misinterpreting the data. That's possible, but I don't think plausible. Why not? Well, for several reasons. First, the FBI's track record on protecting civil liberties and not, you know, instigating isn't so good. Second, the FBI is heavily incentivized to distract from a lot of its own internal problems, like Lots and lots of instances of lying on FISA warrants, like Comey being a corrupt political hack, like the fact that the FBI deliberately misled this nation on a wild goose chase by claiming that Donald Trump was engaged in Russian collusion when, in fact, it seems that the source of the Steele dossier's information may have been Russian misinformation. I could go on, but I think I made my point. The FBI has proven many times that they are not above suspicion. And moreover, it is in the spirit of the American founders to mistrust big government and government agents and agencies. We have had it demonstrated pretty clearly that federal law enforcement and DOJ representatives are just as politically and personally motivated as all the rest of us. Putting on an FBI windbreaker does not make you virtuous. Again, let me repeat. I am not saying that January 6th was instigated by the FBI or any other federal agency, What I am saying is that something's rotten in the state of Denmark. And right now you might be saying, um, Luke, I thought this show was about theology and all this was, was a long series of you laying out possibilities and not taking a stand other than to say that the FBI and the DAOJ aren't particularly trustworthy friends. This show is about applying the word of God to current events. And right now, we need a lot of application. Between January 6th and COVID and Russian collusion and so many other issues going on right now, American citizens need, not want or should have, but need to be clear thinking and make wise and thoughtful critiques of what the powerful tell us. We need to be wise. The entire book of Proverbs is dedicated to making us wise. And whatever else wisdom is, at its core, wisdom is a cognitive function. It's a mental act. You need your brain to be wise. Not everyone with intelligence is wise, but everyone who's wise has intelligence. At least the kind of intelligence necessary to live a righteous life and not to be deceived by human lies or satanic spirits. Brothers and sisters, as Christians, it is critically important that we develop our minds and our critical thinking skills to the point where we can think through issues as complex as the January 6th controversy, but we lack wisdom. We lack the ability to think clearly. We have multitudes of Christians who are either so poor at critical thinking that they think that because an FBI false flag operation is possible, that it's plausible, therefore it's probable, therefore it happened, and they know it for sure, and you're dumb if you disagree. And we also have some who are so uncritical that they blithely assume that the government would never do anything bad and are unwilling to consider evidence to the contrary. Friends, I can tell you plainly what one of the biggest problems in the Christian church is, and that's that we're chumps. Christians are chumps. We're a bunch of rubes and dopes who can't think carefully and clearly. And maybe you're thinking, well, so what, Lukey? January 6th doesn't affect the gospel. No, it doesn't. But if you can't think through January 6th, how are you ever going to discern theological errors and heresy? If you can't exercise human wisdom in secular matters, how will you be able to handle heavenly wisdom in spiritual matters? If the FBI can gull you, dupe you, BS, and bait you, don't you think that you're an easy mark for Satan? If you can't see through human lies, how are you going to prevent from being tricked by the devil? The fact of the matter is that wisdom is largely about critical thinking and critical thinking and logic and problem-solving are all the same, whether we're talking about critically thinking through a political or a theological issue. You use the brain. Logic doesn't change because you add or take away a Bible verse. As Christians, we need to stop behaving like children. We need to just stop taking Ray Epp's word for it, like, he seems like a nice guy, we better just listen to him. He says he's not an FBI plant. Oh, oh, we'll just just take their word for it. They would never have any incentive to lie. Maybe they do, maybe they don't but we need to grow up and learn to use our brains. We're so focused on our emotions and our feelings that we've neglected the mind, which is the thing we need the Holy Spirit to work through to validate whether our feelings are rightly directed or even justified in the first place. It's long since time that we grow up and put on our big boy undies and big girl panties and learn to use our heads. Let's not be chumps that are suckered by the worldlings. Friends, I I wish I had hours to talk on this subject, but we don't. In closing, use your head. Ask God for wisdom not some mysterious, spooky, non-intellectual, non-cognitive wisdom. Ask him for the ability to use your brain and then go read the Proverbs and then buy a few logic textbooks and learn how to think like a grown-up. You're a child of God. Don't be a sucker. It's not a good look. So let's use our brains so that people will see our wisdom and praise our Father in heaven. I hope and pray we will. And I hope you'll join us again next week for another exciting episode of Truth in Journalism. Thank you and may God bless your day to his glory.